Hello everyone. First of all, I just want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast and tuning in. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. This is my first episode and I'm so happy that you guys get to hear it. So I hope all of you youngins are here. All of my young friends that are about to go to college and all of you guys are my friends, whether we know each other or not. Um, I'm going to introduce myself though. My name is Keisha. Um, I'm a freshman at the University of South Florida. I am also quite young, but I really just want to advise you guys because I feel like the first year after high school you're just gonna go through so much and I'm like in the midst of that but I really just want to guide you guys and help you guys along the way so in this episode I'm gonna be talking about multiple different things you guys the first thing I'm gonna talk about is why I wanted to leave if leaving is right for you my process what helped me like you know with the change and combating loneliness and if I have any regrets (laughs) all right you guys so right now tune in and stay tuned i'll see you guys all right you guys welcome back so i really just want to you know relax with you guys so before we start i want you guys to take two big deep breaths no matter where you are breathe in Breathe out. Do that one more time with me. Breathe in. And breathe out. All right. I really want to lighten the mood and I really want you guys to listen to what I have to say because it is a lot to take in, but it's something that will definitely benefit you in your in your future if you are younger and you're listening to this podcast episode. So the first thing that I want to talk to you guys about, all right, is why I had decided to leave my hometown after I graduated high school. So I decided to leave my hometown because all of my life, sorry guys, I had a brief intermission there. We had some complications, but I'm back. (laughs) So I decided to leave my hometown strictly because I love change. And I don't know if any of you guys are listening and are with me and you guys love change, but I just needed a change in surrounding you know like I've just lived in the area that I'd lived in for at least 12 years so I felt I felt like pursuing my post-secondary education there was just I didn't want to do it I really didn't and as much as I love my family I didn't want to stay I really did not so I chose to leave and I felt like that city also didn't have a lot of opportunities for me and means of like my career goals and the things that I wanted to accomplish. Like for instance, I love volunteering. In high school, I was president of a um, volunteering service organization, Key Club. I loved it so much and I feel like the, the population that I wanted to focus on that I want to focus on in my career is the homeless population and back home there's only one service organization and they don't really have a lot of options so I was what I wasn't um only thinking about the college that I wanted to go to but I was also thinking about the area that I wanted to be in because it can help benefit me so that's one thing that I want to tell you guys um if you guys want to leave is 
it the place that's that you want to be at? Is it the college that you want to be at? Because you're not going to be at college every single second of the day. You're also going to be living in the city. So also think about the area that you'll be in as well. And um, I also want to keep diving deeper into like a reflection for you guys, whether you think leaving is right for you. So I have four things or actually three more things because I already covered the first thing which was plans in the city. The other are three A's. So the first A is affordability. The second A is adaptation. And the third A is attitude. So when I talk about affordability, if you cannot afford to live on campus, if you cannot afford to get an apartment, if you don't have any housing accommodations and you know you, know you can't afford it, do not move out. Now, I'm not saying that... Um, you know, how do I say this? I just don't think that you should leave an area that you're comfortable in if you have financial security there, if that makes sense. So for instance, I think if you're back home and you go to a university, that's perfectly fine. Community college is also amazing. But if you have enough financial aid and scholarship money like I did, and I could afford to pay rent and do things like that, it's it's an amazing idea. However, if you don't have a lot of financial aid, if you didn't have um, a lot of scholarships, or I know in Florida, we have bright futures. If you didn't get that, um, it doesn't matter as long as like you know you can afford it and you know you're, you can't, stay where you're financially secure. Now, with adaptation, can you easily adapt to change? Because- you're throwing yourself in a completely different world. Now, I'm going to go more in depth when um, I finish talking about all these things. So I just really briefly want to talk about each of them. The last one that I want to talk about is attitude. Are you willing to open yourself to understand another person's perspective? Because you're not around people that you know anymore. You're not in the same niche that you've been with. You're not in school. You're not forced to make connections like you were in high school. Now you have to actually talk to other people. You have to get out of your comfort zone. So that's what I mean by attitude. And like I said, I'm going to come back at these, but I really just wanted to briefly talk about them. Now, I want to talk about my personal process and what I did because I feel like every single person has their own different story. So that's why I want to tell you guys what I went through and how it affected what I view in like, you know, moving away. So the first thing that happened was I started off obviously in high school. I graduated last May and it's currently January. So I guess you can say I've had a full semester in college. It's been amazing, I'd say, but I just want to like talk about um, what I did in high school, what helped me get into the school that I wanted to go to. And honestly, I think it's really interesting because I know a lot of people, a lot of my friends that go to the school that I do, there's this wasn't like their dream school, but the school that I currently go to now, it was my dream school. I always wanted to go to it since my sophomore year, I believe. So I'm like super happy that I got to go in, but this, it wasn't always like this. It was really a process for me. So in high school, I applied, um, I guess you can say December of 2021. I think it was early December of 2021. And I didn't know if I was going to get in. Now, I'd say I have a pretty competitive academics. Now, my ACT score 
and my SAT score was pretty low. Now, when I, um, my very last SA ACT score, I got a 24, right? But I had a 1090 SAT score, you guys. So I just did not know what was going to happen for me. I was really praying to the Lord. I was really hoping that um, the Lord would just reveal a spot for me. And I just always said that, please, God, make a way for me. If you're going to make a way, just please do that with the school. I just really hope that you will show me whether going to the school, moving away is good for me. Now, I had two options. I had a school that I was going to stay at locally, which was also a university. Surprisingly, the tuition was, was way more. It's 14000 and the one here is about seven. So... I was really hoping I got into the school and I didn't get in the way that I wanted to, but that is okay. I think I want to talk about that in a completely different podcast about not fate, but just destiny and certain things happen at a certain time in a certain place. And yeah, that's definitely another podcast video, but um, I was just really hoping that I got in and I guess you can say March of 2022, I um, just was just regularly checking the portal and looking at my status and I looked and it turned out that I had gotten in, but I did not get in for the fall. I got in for the summer. So that meant that I had to go to college pretty much as soon as I finished high school, about a month, three and a half weeks after so that was the kind of decision that I had to make. If I wanted to leave, I had to leave early. And if I did not leave early, I couldn't get in at all. So at first, I was very, very happy because I got in and I was telling my parents, I was telling my mom and I could just hear the heartbreak. I just knew she was sad because she told me, I didn't want, I don't want you to leave. I don't want you to leave. And I do have a twin sister, but she loves the both of us the same. And she's like, it's, it's not the same. I, I don't want you to leave. So I was very, very hesitant. And, you know, even before I got the, um, the response that I was going to get in, I kind of just already in the back of my mind had a feeling that I probably wasn't going to go. And that's why I wasn't really as excited or just hopeful. I just, whatever happened to me happened. So I'm just, I was really like ecstatic that I got in. Now, over time, my mom kind of like understood that, you know, helping, um, not helping guys, um, going over there would help me in a good way. And it'll help boost certain things that I wanted to do. It helped me accomplish a lot of things. And she was right. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy that I got to go. And what else? So I think it didn't really register to me until the night before I moved in or I was supposed to be moving in. So in the summer, I decided to stay on campus because I didn't have any other housing um, accommodations. They have off-campus apartments, but that was just too much. I knew on-campus was way easier. Guys, if I were you, I'd recommend not to go on campus during the summer because housing is incredibly expensive. It's way too expensive. And I'm still taking out loans and I'm still paying those off. So just if you're going to like do um, college during the summer, I know you freshmen are like excited like I was and want to get the experience. It's it's not worth it. <laughs> it's, it's not. <laughs> I'm telling you. But 
Yeah, I mean, if you if you really want to, if you have the money, like I said, if you can afford it, I took out loans and I had some FAFSA money, so it was fine with me, but it's not really the best thing to get into. So I just um, advise doing that online because then you'll get the credits. You don't have to actually go to school and it doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're in summer school or whatever. So yeah, that, that was a little side note. But yeah, like I said, the night before leaving, I was so nervous. It was finally kicking in. I was like, dang, I'm actually leaving now I only live two hours away from home but I don't like driving like I love driving but I don't like driving that far so I was kind of like dang it's not like this isn't the last time I'll see them but I won't see them as often as I want to and I'm gonna be with people I don't even know the roommates I don't even know like I don't know anyone in Tampa but I just knew that Tampa's where the Lord wanted me to be at that time. And I really felt like the Lord needed me here in Tampa. I really do. And that's why I moved. Right. So the very the next day, we drive over to the school and we're moving in. And I just never it just really hit me. Like I'm not they're not leaving with me. You know, like I'm not going back home with them. Like I'm staying here. And not only today. But for the next four years, you know, so I really want you guys to also like think about that, too. I know you guys are going to visit your family maybe often, but are you ready to let go of your family? It's it's a really deep question because you will be alone. You can't talk to them every second of the day. At least with my mom, she works. You can't talk to them all the time. So that's just something I really want you guys to consider. But I remember um like they helped me pack up and everything. And within like three or four hours, they had to leave. They had to go back home. And I never thought that saying goodbye would be so difficult. Leaving my twin sister, leaving my mother and leaving my brother. It was so sad. Like I didn't think I'd cry as much. I was crying like a baby. And it was just so sad. Like having to walk back to my dorm room, walk across the street on my own and I didn't have any friends. I have one friend that went to USF that is currently going with me, but she didn't start in the summer. She started in the fall. Shay, if you're listening to this, I love you. But yeah, she wasn't there. So I had no friends and everyone that I was looking around with, they at least had one friend, had one person that they knew that like they were like going to college with, but it was just me. So I just, I went back back home and I don't think anyone knows this but I just like laid back in bed and I was just bawling my eyes out I was so sad and I've it's not that I was just sad I was just like it was just hitting me like dang this is really gonna be my life now my life has actually changed and so yeah that's basically what happened to me and the first night because I had a I guess I'll like brought put this in like a more broad perspective I also had a dining meal plan it's required if it's like your first semester or whatever you have to have a dining plan so I went to the dining hall I was getting dinner and my first night I was just so sad because that's where like everyone socializes it's kind of like the social hub you know what I mean I was just sitting on my own and it was just it was really sad I was like dang I feel like this feels like the first day of high school or something you know it's, it's really sad when you see everyone like talking to each other and you don't, you don't know anyone there, but 
I just really felt like the Lord telling me right now isn't your time. Just give it a few weeks, give it a few weeks and you'll find people who are meant for you. The people here who aren't talking to you, they're not meant to be your friend. And after that revelation happened, after I was convicted of that, I was like, yeah, Lord, you're right. Maybe if I walked up to some person, they probably like do drugs and, you know, you just never know. Just wait for the, just scope out the area and just see what kind of person matches your energy. And because right now, also, I'm going to add, now you have the power to pick what kind of friends you have. You have the power to choose what kind of com community that you want to surround yourself with. So surround yourself with good people and don't choose to surround yourself with people who are obviously going to bring you down. Just say those derogatory jokes, just things like that. Like, no, we don't have the energy for that. We don't. So that's just something I really want you guys to think about as well. Now, I want to tie back into the other points um, that I said earlier with plants in the city. That's the first thing that I brought up. So I'm going to bring that up again. Now, within, like, I'm telling you, the first week of moving here, I volunteered. I'm telling you guys, I love it. I, I, I'm, like, so passionate about it, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed. If you know, like, every single time I talk to someone, they know I volunteer. Like, that's just something I always talk about. I love it so much. So, yeah, like within the first week, I I went to this cafe and they actually have a cafe where you can, where you're not only giving food boxes to families, but you're actually being able to serve, you know, homeless people. I never had that back home. So I was just so happy and I was so excited. And I used to be a server, guys, for some context. So it just came naturally to me, like all that stuff. It was just the perfect environment. You get to like sit down with like five or six different people who may have homes but don't have enough food, adequate food or may not have a home or may not have anywhere to eat. So you just get to be around so many different people. And the first day, I just had this interaction with someone. Now, I'm going to explain this in about one or two minutes. So if you guys want to skip, that's okay. But I... This man is just so influential and so amazing. My first day I volunteered, I met this guy. His name is Thomas. I sat next to him and him and I were just talking about so many different things. We were talking about fishing. We were talking about Jesus, of course. We were talking about, um, I think he was in the Marines. So we were just talking about like his service and all that stuff. And then I just really felt like the Lord telling me, give him $20. Now guys, the day before I went to church and I had this $20 and I felt like the Lord telling me like, put this in offering, but that was all the cash I had at the time. So I was just being disobedient, right? Oh my God. I don't know. I shouldn't have said that, but like I was being disobedient. I wasn't listening to what the Lord was telling, putting on my mind and putting on my heart, but I just felt like this even stronger conviction to give him my money and I was like okay let me just hold this thought in and I'm gonna let him know so I said Thomas whenever you leave let me know and I'll walk you out and I asked the volunteer captain just to make sure everything was okay and I said like can I give him the $20 and she was like 
yes, you can give him the $20, but don't tell him or don't tell anyone that I let you because I was the same way when I first started volunteering here. And I was like, okay. So I walk him out and I give this man my $20. I tell him, I was supposed to put this in offering, but I really feel like I need to give it to you. And he takes it. He just starts bawling his eyes out, guys. Like it was the most wholesome and beautiful thing I've ever ever seen i'm even tearing up right now because he is such an amazing man and there's so many people like him who just need something like that and who just needs someone to bright up brighten up their day and i felt like ever since then that's the place that i wanted to be and even now i volunteer there at least twice a week because i just love it so much you know you never know who you're gonna meet he was just the sweetest guy ever and nowadays i unfortunately do not see this man because he now actually fortunately because he has housing now he was in like a veteran program and they've given him like um you know financial assistance to help him start everything and now he has a he I hope he has a house I don't see him anymore but I just it's just I love that I got to meet him first because he's definitely changed the way I view the cafe and the way I view interactions with people I just like Every single person I meet, I just love to, you know, dig deeper and understand who they are because economic, socioeconomic status means nothing. Okay. Nothing. Um, I feel like I wanted to talk about one other thing. Yeah. Um, also joining clubs. I feel like joining clubs really helped me at all. Like also because like. Within that week, like I told you, I met so many Christian friends. I made so many like Bible study friends. I'm so happy. I unfortunately don't talk to them as much. Um, and that's another thing too. Like you have to be ready to like invest in your friendships because if you meet someone, it is so easy to not see them again. It is so easy to not text them anymore and just like not want to talk anymore. But you've got to like put yourself out there and continue to want to hang out with your friends, want to hang out with the people that you meet because it's so easy, like I said. And um, yeah, going back to the other A's, attitude. If you are not willing, like I said, to put yourself out there, you're going to be sad. Like it's it's inevitable. You are going to be lonely and you're going to be sad. If you're not willing to understand who this person is, if you're not willing to understand what different things different things that happen to other people and like your friends if you don't have that genuine interest to meet someone else you're not gonna be like nothing's gonna go well because I feel like when you are in older friendships and older relationships like before I moved I had so many old friendships and old relationships I didn't have to be constantly interested in their lives and we just we could just be like hey what's up and just talk about random stuff but you have to basically start on a clean slate with everyone. If you're not patient enough to do that, it's not moving out is not going to work out for you. Also, like I said, back to affordability, you're going to have to learn that different things happen that you will not understand. For instance, the first day I was also volunteering, my phone broke. And this was like within the first week of me moving in, into Tampa. Now I'm going to talk about that. And that's also going to tie into affordability. Now, the first, it, it was actually that very same day I met Thomas. 
I went to the bathroom, guys, and I kid you not, my phone falls face down onto the floor. And I look up, and it's just like those green, like rainbow lines on my phone. I can't even press the home button. I can't even call 911 or do anything like that. So I was just so scared. Mind you guys, like I said, this is the first week I moved in. I didn't know where I was. Like Google Maps was my Lord and Savior. Like that's what I was using to like go around and about. So I was just so scared. And I feel like that was definitely the devil. You know, every single time you do something good, the devil's always trying to let you know that it's not good enough. And I just really felt so sad. I was like, I just did something so amazing. And how is it that I can't even get home now? You know? So fortunately, I let my the volunteer captain know. I love her to this day. I love you, Miss Darlene. She's amazing. She literally told me, you have a car? And I was like, yes. And she said, okay, follow me. What phone service do you use? And I said, I use Cricket. So then she drove me. She told me to follow her. And I followed her to the Cricket store. And she sat with me and waited for me, guys. Now, let me tell you guys, I did not have enough money to buy a new phone. I did not have that phone money. Also, my Suncoast account, my bank account was um, on my phone. So I couldn't check my balance either. So how was I supposed to know whether I had enough money or not to buy a new phone? I d it was a crazy situation, guys. It was really crazy. So I get to the store and the cashier, I love him as well. He's, his vibes, his energy was amazing. But yeah, I was just telling him about the situation, telling him how new I was to the area. And he was so sympathetic, so sweet. But come to pay it, come to paying the phone. It was surprisingly cheap, but I still didn't think I had that money. I really did not. <laughs> but I was like, I'll pr I prayed. I'm telling you, y'all, I prayed I was like, please, Lord, please tell me I have this. I have this money. I literally put my card into the um, card reader and it said approved, dude. I was so happy. What did I tell you guys? I was so happy. I was like ecstatic. I It couldn't have been me. It was definitely the Lord. I'm telling you, it could not. That was a blessing in and of itself because I didn't even know how I was going to get home. I didn't want no one else to pay for my phone. You know, it was my it was my problem. but. I walked out with a new phone. I walked out with directions to get home and everything. So I found my way, but it was it was a crazy experience. Um, but I just really felt like that was just the Lord telling me, like, don't let the devil ruin your day. Don't, because I felt like, it, and, and I feel like that was only, only the beginning. Like, I feel like it's only the beginning. The devil's always going to try and get in your way, but you just got to, you can't let it get to you. You cannot. So anyways, like I said, that's back to affordability. Are you able to afford, you know, random mishaps, random, you know, having to lose, having to pay freaking $350 out of nowhere? Like, can you afford to have your car break down in the middle of the road a day after you move in? Like, can you afford, you know, rent? Can you afford food? Can you afford, afford weekly groceries? understand that or is it better to stay with your family that is in within reach and can cook for you and can supply for you definitely think about that so now I feel like I talked about it a little bit but I want to continue to talk about it and it is 
what helped me when it came to combating loneliness. So, like I said, volunteering definitely helped me. But I feel like it wasn't only volunteering that helped me. So I just want to talk about that. Like I told you guys, I am Christian and I found Christian friends and community, but I also feel like it's important to develop a Christian relationship on your own. And I I have always been Christian, but I hadn't really surrounded myself with more Christian friends. So this was an opportunity for me to do so. And I feel like the only reason I am here is because the Lord has given my mom comfort that I will be okay. Because at first, like I said, my mom did not trust the fact that I would be here by myself. There could literally be a creep like right next door to me and try and like kidnap me. But the Lord gave her comfort and I found comfort in knowing that the Lord loved my mom enough to reassure her that I'd be okay. So I definitely in that moment, like I trusted in the Lord. Like the the summer that I was alone, the summer that I had no friends with me, I, the Lord was my only friend seriously because i i remember telling myself like i'm gonna be so alone i'm gonna be so alone but the lord told me you have me do not do not worry you have me i am here always and so i stayed busy i went to church i went to church as often as i could like i said i found christian community i found a lot of christian friends we did a lot of bible studies and things like that so it was really fun um But not only did I develop a relationship with the Lord, but I also focused on myself and I stayed busy. So I had classes in person. I volunteered three days out of the week. I went to church, Bible studies, did did all of that stuff, focused on the Lord. And then also focused on my own goals. And I never really got to focus on myself. I mean, of course, you can focus on yourself, but you don't get to grow on your own, especially when you're around the same environment that you've been in for like all of your life and now you have no family you get to understand who you are as a person like what kind of person do I want to be and I found out that personally I want to be the kind of woman that loves others and treats other people with kindness and uplifts others encourages others and that's why I love going to the cafe that I go to because I get to do that. I get to make friends with people that I wouldn't talk to on a daily basis. And now I would definitely talk to them on a daily basis. But now I have compassion for others. And now I know that in my career, I want to start a nonprofit to help these like same people. So I feel like once you are isolated, that's when you become a transformed and a new person. So that's also that mindset that I wanted to keep, you know, focusing on myself and not thinking of myself as being lonely, but also thinking of it as, you know, trans- a, a season of transformation. That's just what I think of it as. Now, I also think um, prayer, like I said earlier, prayer, speaking with the Lord, having your own time to relax and chill and also having an accountability partner um Dakota I know you're listening to this because we were just texting before I really I really do love you I really do and I feel like in the summer you were my accountability partner she was my accountability partner she was my friend that I um 
had for my hometown and her and I would call at least twice a week and just catch up and talk to thing talk to her talk to each other sorry about different things so you just need that one person and even if you don't have that one person you have the lord you do um so i'm trying to think of anything else that i want to add on here um i just think you really just have to be ready for anything to go wrong because i'm going to add one last story before i wrap up and this is about my dorm situation. So I was gonna live in an off-campus apartment for the fall. So like I said, in the summer of 2022, I lived on campus. But for the fall, I wanted to live in an off-campus apartment because, y'all, the dorms are expensive. Oh, God. <sighs> They're expensive. Like that FAFSA money. I'm sorry. That not even Bright Futures. I don't even know if that could cover that because that, that was expensive, y'all. Um, yeah, so I just decided, I was like, let me just get an off-campus apartment. And so you guys, you have to do this like early because this year we had a rise in students and it was bad. So in like during the summer is when I applied to get into an off-campus apartment and towards the end of the summer, towards the beginning of the fall, um, year, my, um, the girl I was supposed to be subleasing off of just told me like she gave the apartment to someone else. When I tell you I was shook, I was like, are you kidding me? Like me and my family, we toured the apartment area. Beautiful area, by the way. Beautiful. And then they just said, she just said, yeah, like I gave it to someone else. Just so nonchalantly. Like the fact that I won't have anywhere to stay isn't a problem. Honestly, guys, I broke down. I broke down. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I was the one that did everything. My parents did not do a thing. Okay, you guys, like, I did, I took care of all of it. And I'm that kind of person. I like to make sure that I have it all together. Even if I don't, I try to make sure that I do as much as I can. So it just really sucked that I had to tell my mom, I don't have anywhere to stay, you know? So I just had to figure that out. And I had hope in the Lord that something would happen. And now, um, or back then I went on Facebook. Also, guys, if you are looking for off-campus apartments, I'd recommend that um, versus having a dorm. Because actually, I'll talk about this now, but I'm going to go more in depth about it in um, another podcast video. But um, definitely do an off-campus apartment because you're saving so much more money. You have so much more space. And it's just, it's all around just better. But yeah, so I was looking on Facebook for people that can rent or sublease out their rooms last minute, which was like very rare. But I found an amazing family that um, allowed me to stay with them, which is great because I love them so much and they're so kind and amazing. And they're a different culture than me and a different religion than me, which is perfectly fine. But I just got to expand my thinking and just learn about someone else's someone else's view of life. So it's beautiful. And yeah, I'm super, I'm like in love with my home situation right now, but, and I wouldn't have it any other way. So now to conclude everything and answer the question, do I have any regrets? Guys, not at all. I do not regret it. If you want to move after high school or even like after college or do anything, 
this is mostly for high schoolers guys but if you want to move just do it like do it you will learn so many different things not only about the area but about yourself as well because even the fact that you even want to leave or find something new is beautiful and brave in and of itself so please do it i'm challenging you um and I think one last thing that I want to address before is just old relationships. If they're easy to keep when you move out of like out of high school or after college, out of your hometown. So personally, I'd say think about your old relationships and think about if it's worth an investment. Now, for instance, I have a whole bunch of friends right now who I love near and dearly. But also reflect on this. Did they love you as much as you love them? Did they put as much effort into a friendship that you did? So is it worth it to continually chase them if the effort just isn't there? For instance, I'm going to provide an example. I had a friend who I love so much, but they did not really put in as much effort after high school if i'm moving to a different city why should i stress out over a friend if i don't you know if i can't even contact them because they don't want to reach out to me i don't think that you or i should be putting in energy that is just being wasted by someone who just doesn't care. So I feel like the friends that you should invest in are your friends that care and put as much energy into a relationship that you do. And that's why I have a few friends still from high school. Very, very few. But we love each other and we say, yeah, you have a life and I have a life. We're in completely different places now, but I wanna catch up with you. I wanna see how you're doing. But don't be with the people that just don't care enough to say, to, to like text you every couple of weeks or every month, you know, and doesn't care. So that's just something I really want you guys to consider, whether you should invest in your old friendships or just move on, you know, because at the end of the day, you moving is going to unleash a completely different you. Like I'm telling you, me like a year ago is completely different from me now. And I still have so much ways to go, but at least I know what my purpose is in life and I feel like moving out is what truly did that guys so yeah honestly I feel like that's all really I wanted to talk to you guys about I'm really really happy that you guys gave this a listen and I hope I know the people who know me personally I'm really really happy that you got to listen to this and I'm super excited to add more episodes on here and please comment what you want to hear from me comment what you guys want me to rant about because i can rant all day guys um before i leave i want to give you guys a little prayer and i want to challenge you guys with one thing so first let's start off with a challenge okay today i want to challenge you guys to talk to at least one friend that you have not talked to in at least a month all right, even if it's just like a little text and they may or may not respond, but just say something like, hey, I just want to know. I just want to let you know that I love you and I'll always care about you. Either a 
relationship that fell out or, you know, an old contact. I really want you guys to do that. All right. And lastly, I feel like I really want to, again, explain the objectives of this podcast because I always want to tie this in both at the beginning. I don't think I did it this time, but right now I just want to say that His Angels in Disguise is a podcast that really allows us angels us listeners to grow out of our comfort zones and soar to new heights and to bless the lives of others so that's something that I want you guys to do every single day of your lives and like I said let's move into a moment of prayer Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this amazing person who is listening to this podcast. I really hope and pray, Lord, that you allowed something to resonate into their hearts, Father. And I just really pray that throughout this day, Father God, that you will be able to challenge them to new heights and you'll be able to allow them to bless other people's lives and to, and to um, form new habits that will allow them to shape their lives in a different way. I just pray that if they're considering to move, that you will, your spirit will move through them and you'll allow them to grow into a better person. And I just pray for their amazing day in your mighty name. Amen. All right, you guys have an amazing day. Bye.